Hello and welcome to the Living Hope Wesleyan podcast. If you would like more information about Living Hope Wesleyan Church, please visit our website at hopeforvermont.org. As well as if you're enjoying these podcasts, check out the live streams at Hope for Vermont on YouTube. I hope you enjoy today's podcast. Hebrews 10, we continue. This is verse 26. If we deliberately keep on sinning after we have received the knowledge of the truth, no sacrifice for sins is left because Jesus is the only sacrifice. He paid the price. You can say, Jeff, what type of Father's Day sermon is this? Well, if we deliberately keep on sitting after we have received the knowledge of the truth, no sacrifice for sins is left. We hopefully understand that as believers, as followers of Jesus, but there are many that do not. As parents, as dads, it's our job to raise adults. We aren't raising kids. Hopefully we're raising adults. And that expression has been said over and over. But I just want to call your attention to a few things. This is Romans 10.1. Brothers and sisters, my heart's desire and prayer to God for the Israelites is that they may be saved. Fathers, is it your desire that your children may be saved to know the salvation that comes only from Jesus? How then can they call on one they have not believed in? And how can they believe in the one whom they have not heard? And how can they hear without someone preaching to them? And how can anyone preach unless they aren't sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news of fathers. Perhaps God is telling you to bring good news. God is telling us Christians, believers, those that profess Jesus as Lord and Savior to share good news. Part of that good news is to say you cannot keep on sinning. Do not deliberately sin and take for granted or take advantage of what God has done. But God is calling us as individuals to share share with others his hope, his truth, his life, not that sin would continue. Hebrews 9.27, it says, just as people are destined to die once and after that to face judgment, we too are to know that there is a time that we are going to die. And as scripture says clearly here, then we are going to be judged. Judged not for what we have done necessarily, but the choice that we made or did not make. Do we choose Jesus as Lord and Savior? It's appointed once for one to die. And then the judgment. So do we enter judgment? Do we enter as dads, as fathers, just pointing fingers and yelling and trying to convince people of their sinfulness? Or do we say, as Romans 8 says, therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Now, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. This is a story of hope. This is a message of joy. This is something of peace that we can share with our kids, that we can share with others, that there is great hope, that we don't have to continue sinning because Jesus had paid the price and he has given freedom to us. And though it is a reality that you will die, that you will be judged. We have a great hope that there is salvation, that we can just call on the name of Jesus and be saved. First Peter 5.5 5 says, in the same way, you are 
you who are younger, submit yourselves to your elders, all of you. Clothe yourselves with humility toward one another because God opposes the proud but shows favor to the humble. Clothe yourselves with humility. Are we in a position where we are willing and ready to learn to humble ourselves so that we can know what God desires and apply those changes to our own lives so that we can direct others into God's goodness? God is calling us to be available God wants us to be humble and vulnerable and teachable and accountable so others can know him. But it starts, Dad. It starts, parents. It starts, Christians. Are we available for God to use us? Are we humble enough to learn from him, vulnerable enough to say that in my strength, all I find is weakness? Are we teachable to rely on his goodness and held accountable by who Jesus is to go after his holiness, to say, Jesus, I love you. I desire you. So whatever change you bring in my life, I will accept and I will apply so I can experience your goodness, your greatness, and understand that the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. We choose to share with others that the wages of sin is death, but Jesus says we can have life to the full. In John 10, 10, the thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy, but I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. This is a story that we share with our children. This is a story that we share with our friends. This is a message of hope that we give to others that, yes, there is a time that you will die. You will be judged. The wages of sin is death, is hell, is eternal suffering. But Jesus says, I have come that you might have good news, and that good news is a hope of his salvation. As we look at Hebrews 10, 26 through 28, if we deliberately keep on sinning after we have received the knowledge of the truth, no sacrifice for sins is left, but only a fearful expectation of judgment and of raging fire that will consume the enemies of God. Anyone who rejected the law of Moses did, died without mercy on the testimony of two or three witnesses. How much more severely do you think someone deserves to be punished who has trampled the Son of God underfoot, who has treated as an unholy thing the blood of the covenant that sanctified them, and who has insulted the Spirit of grace. It's a strong warning for those who do not listen, that do not obey, that do not apply change to their life, because God has something greater for them. But it's a great reminder that we have good news. The gospel is salvation. It is freedom. It is healing. You as a dad that might not know how to counsel your child, that might not know how to spend time with your adolescent daughter, that might not know how just to give insight to your colleagues, age son, we have good news to share with them. We have the freedom of God to give to them. We have his salvation and the healing that he gives and brings. We can share out of our own experience and out of the hope to come that God has good for them. God has good for us. Hebrews 10 30, for we know him and he said this, it is mine to avenge. I will repay again. The Lord will judge his people, this is taken from Deuteronomy 32, 36, I will repay. And so if you have suffered, if you have that chip on your shoulder, if you have that ugh, gritting your teeth when you think about your own dad or 
a situation that did not go right and you want to get vengeance, you want to repay evil for evil, you can trust that God has said that he will judge his people. He will judge those. We can find rest in God knowing that we don't have to defend ourselves. We don't have to defend him. We just get to live for him. We get to enjoy his peace, his joy, all that God is. We get to abide in, remain in, find life in him. He will take care of those things. You can rest and be at peace. We go on to Hebrews 10, 31 through 32. It is a dreadful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. Remember those earlier days when you had received the light, when you endured in great conflict, full of suffering. This is as non-Christians. This is those that enter without abiding by or uh, being obedient to God's conviction. It's a dreadful thing, the living God that still that still convicts we need to endure or stand your ground. This is another version of the Bible. Stand your ground in what is right. Stand your ground and endure what is right for the sake of the gospel, for the sake of the good news of who Jesus is and what he has for us. Sometimes you were publicly exposed to insult and persecution. At other times, you stood side by side with those who are so treated side by side. You are partners. You are participants. You were there for others. We've talked before about sometimes, a lot of times prior to the pandemic's church was face to face. And then it kind of went screen to screen. But I believe now God wants us to stand shoulder to shoulder. Ministry projects, hygiene pantry, service projects where we can work together for the sake of the Lord. We can work together showing, displaying, revealing the hope that we have in Jesus. This is what he says. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. My yoke is easy. Jesus is telling us if we get connected, we partner with him and his believers that it is light. That word easy, it means good, kind, loving, benevolent. Being yoked to God is better. It is better. Submitting to God is better. Instead of deliberately sinning so that God's grace will abound in our own minds, which is false and crazy and selfish, we can be partners with him and with fellow believers and know that his yoke is easy. It's kind. It's benevolent. In Hebrews 10.24, you suffered along with those in prison and joyfully accepted the confiscation of your property because you knew that yourselves had been had better and lasting possessions. I have to be careful here, but I want to be strong as well. The confiscation of your property was joyfully accepted by those being persecuted for following Jesus. This pause is simply to share wearing a mask is inconvenient at best. It is not persecution. But we endure, and if you take that line, you endure because you know that you yourselves have a better and lasting 
possessions, that better and lasting possession that God has for us is a promise. This lasting possession is what stays, what remains, what will live, it dwells, it abides. Better and lasting possessions is what we have in the hope of Jesus, that things that do not pass away, the things that do not fade, the things that do not corrupt, moths do not eat up and dust destroy. This is the better and lasting possessions that we have in Jesus. So do not throw away your confidence. It will be richly rewarded. It will be richly rewarded, Christian father, that you're just trying to follow Jesus. You're just trying to lead your family. You're just trying to share God's truth. Have that confidence. It will be richly rewarded. It will be richly rewarded in Christ Jesus. You need to persevere so that when you have done the will of God, you will receive what he has promised. So two things here. You need to persevere. Dad, you're doing a good job. Dad, there's things in our lives we need to change. So keep following God. A small step in the right direction over time leads to great progress in the process. But we focus on the next small step, not the huge progress we desire because we are simply men made in God's image following after Jesus. Following after Jesus. How do you do this? Well, Ephesians 6.13, Therefore put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to stand, after you've done everything, to stand after you've done everything, to stand after you've done everything, to stand after you've done everything, you remain, you abide. And maybe if we find our rest first, then we can do more because we've been with our Savior, our Lord, Jesus Christ. After you've done everything, stand. For in just a little while, he who is coming will come and will not delay. And by my righteous one will live by faith. And I take no pleasure in the one who shrinks back. But we do not belong to those who shrink back and are destroyed, but to those who have faith and are saved. Those who believe and are saved. This is us. This is our hope. This is where on Father's Day we say, My heavenly Father, let your will be done. My earthly Father, if you were or if you weren't an example of Jesus, I choose to love and forgive you. And for you, dads, for you, parents, for you, Christians, we say no matter what, we will believe in you and know that we are saved. We will not shrink back and be destroyed because we hide in you and we understand because we hide in you our responsibility is our availability to humbly learn teach and rest in his salvation so we do not continually sin we do not deliberately sin we do not deliberately ask god to do something that he's already provided the answer for the sacrifice of his son jesus has given us salvation so let's know his salvation in such a way that we bear this responsibility knowing that it's in our weakness that he's strong. So it's in him that we are available to humbly learn, to transform our mind, to teach one another and to rest in his salvation that others would know him and make him known. 
So on this Father's Day, we say Happy Father's Day. But on this Father's Day at Living Hope Wesleyan Church, whether watching online the YouTube channel Living Hope Wesleyan Church, listening to the podcast following Living Hope Wesleyan, watching on Twitter or Facebook, the church Facebook page at Hope for Vermont or on Instagram at Living Hope Wesleyan, we say that God has a hope for us and that hope for us is to know his salvation that he has lasting and better possessions for us, those that come from making him Lord and Savior, those that come from sharing that good news with others. And Dad, help me share that good news with others. Christian, know that God's good news is for us to share with others. Non-Christian, know that God's good news is for you as it is for me, that he forgives our sin and he loves us and he chooses not to remember but to make us something new. Our responsibility is our availability to humbly learn, teach, and rest in his salvation. Let him be known by how we live. And dads, let us live him well, not just today, but every day to our children and to our families. Jesus, we thank you that you love us. We thank you for your word. We thank you that we do not have to continue deliberately sinning in hopes that you will reveal something new that will help us to gain freedom and victory. But we thank you, God, that you have provided us the answer, the way out, salvation. So we choose to ask you to forgive us of our sins, to cleanse us of all unrighteousness, to make us new that we might have abundant life, protect us from the thief that comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Let us know and embrace and abide and remain in you, the giver of life, the one where we find hope and peace and deep, true joy. We thank you, Jesus. And it's in your name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. If you'd like more information about Living Hope Wesleyan Church, make sure to visit hopeforvermont.org. As well as don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel at Living Hope Wesleyan Church, where you can catch live stream versions of these services as well as other content. Have a great day.